just like to talk about how、um, God has、um, brought me to Him. You know, God has this,、uh, saved me from a life of sin, a life of drugs, a life of、uh, alcohol, a life of bad relationship, and it's just—it's like a bad country song. <laughs> But、uh, I just like to share that with you guys today. Stay good day. Welcome, my friends, to the storyteller. Where you'll find First Nations people from across Native North America who are following Jesus Christ without reservation. On today's program, we'll hear from a young man whose life was marked by all sorts of trouble. But as you'll hear, things are different now. Hi, my name is Daniel Esplin. I'm from the Navajo Reservation. I live、uh, at a little town called Red Lake,、uh, Arizona, and、uh, I was born and raised there. This is a, a little town, not too big, about five, six hundred pe-、uh, people there.、Um, I was raised、um, in a home,、um, in, a, in, a, in a Christian environment,、uh, with my mom, and my mom would、uh, attend church、uh, every Sunday. She would take us there、uh, every Sunday and、um, attend、um, service there. I would attend、uh, their youth program and just.、Um, Uh, just be a part of that, and、uh, my dad also.、Um, he was a part of the family until I was eight years old. But my dad would、um, would always be,、uh, you know, just constantly drinking and constantly、um, into arguments and fights with my mom. Him and my、uh, my mom,、uh, they got a divorce, and、um, my dad went his went his own way. Growing up without my dad,、um, it was tough because I remember the first, the first few weeks and the first month and you know the months after that. You know it was tough because you know I would always see, I would always see my dad there at the you know, eating at the dinner table or in the living room watching TV. But you know when my when my mom and dad split, you know he wasn't there. And when you when you're young, when you're 80 years old as as I was. You know, it's 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 really tough, and it's just、uh, like I said, someone ripping out your heart, you know, taking something that you love and just you know taking it away from you.、Uh, I was raised、um, not really brought up in、uh, traditional ways, brought up in、um, the native culture here on the reservation, but、uh, mainly just、um, with a Christian background, you know, just knowing about God, and、uh, I didn't really.、Um, Know much about you know、uh, the traditional ways, and I was taught a lot of that you know in the in in the school system through my ele- my elementary school and junior high and high school, but not really at home and not really with my grandparents too because my grandparents passed away、um, when I was young and I didn't I didn't really get to know them that much, so I just like to talk about how、um, God. Has、um, brought me to Him. You know, God has just、uh, saved me from a life of sin, a life of drugs, a life of、uh, alcohol, a life of bad relationship, and it's just—it's like a bad country song. <laughs> But、uh, I just like to share that with you guys today. And I've been attending、um, our、um, youth、uh, church youth group、uh, ever since I was young. Ever since.、Um, You know, I was young, and I would be attending their youth group service, and I would just be a part of that. But I,、um, I wasn't really、um, 
giving my life to God. I, I've I never really um, accepted you know God into my life, and I would hear the messages. I would hear you know the many messages. We would go into different camps. We would go out traveling, and but I never really you know this um, accepted God into my life. Um, I never really took it took it personally. As I got into a junior high, um, I I continued to play sports. Um, I I love to play basketball, and that's the main sport we have here on the reservation is basketball. As I got into high school, you know, I was I was still um, I was still a part of our youth um, ministry, and also I was getting plugged in into our um, into our youth uh, music ministry. Also, um, I play the percussion, the drums with uh, five other of my cousins and you know we just go around play at different youth uh youth events and we just kind of just um do our own thing there but um as I got into high school I was I knew about God you know I knew about the Bible and I knew all these things but it wasn't really um it wasn't really applied to my life you know and the things of high school you know the things of high school really just um, really to suck you in, you know, a lot of the, a lot of the peer pressure, a lot of, you know, the things that go on in high school. And, um, I just got sucked into that, you know, so, so much. And I was blinded by sin. And, you know, I started to get into drugs and alcohol. And, and I started to, you know, you know, you know, just to meet, meet other girls. And I would be going out during the weekends. And, and my life was really prideful too, because, uh, I was a part of the basketball team. And, you know, basketball is a big sport here, like I said, and and you just get so prideful, and and your head gets so big, and you just forget about, you know, you just forget about other people's feelings, and you just hurt other people's feelings. But um, as I just went on through my high school, you know, the main thing that really just kept kept me happy, the thing that kept um kept me satisfied was um, was alcohol, was this seeking the pleasure of myself, seeking alcohol and seeking drugs. And just also seeking relationships and just feeling, um, have that feeling of, of comfort, have that feeling of maybe, um, when I look back, you could say puppy love, you know, it wasn't really, it wasn't really, um, something real, you know, it was just, but I was seeking satisfaction in that and those things. And the Bible says, you know, that, you know, that those things are temporal, you know, those things are just going to be there for a while, but, you know, God's word and the things in heaven are forever. And I was seeking those things, seeking temporary fulfillment, you know, in my life. As I got into my senior year in high school, um, a lot of the things that I was doing, drugs, alcohol, and just with um, relationships, um, it started to build up, you know, it started to mount up. And I was getting really stressed because I was thinking, you know, uh, a lot about my work and about my assignments and classes and you know, what am I going to do after high school? Am I going to go to college or if, am I going to work? And I was just getting really stressed out. And plus on the side, I was going through um, relationship problems and I was living with this girl and it was just, it was just getting too much. And, and, um, I remember one time, um, during high school, there was, uh, this time that, you know, that's that, that suicide crossed my mind because I felt it was a ticket, um, away from my problems, you know, I felt like I could just, you know, just get a, a gun or a knife or something, you know, just to end my life so I don't have to go through all these, 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 these uh, stressful times and these different, um, you know, these different problems that I'm going through. So I thought that, you know, I thought, 
suicide maybe was a possibility. But I just kept that in my mind. I just kept wandering around and, um, until, until one evening, um, I was walking home from, um, um, from basketball practice and, uh, I just remembered, um, I just remember what my pastor was talking about. Um, I just met my pastor about, uh, the night before at a grocery store and he was, he was telling me, you know, he was saying, Hey, you know, we're, uh, we're worried about you and I'm worried about you. And I just, we've just been wondering, you know, where you been? Cause we haven't seen you in a while. So, and I knew, and I knew God was talking to me, you know, through him. I knew God was, uh, you know, pulling at my heart, you know, just to, just to lead me to him and, that night when I was walking home from, from practice, you know, I was just thinking about all the things I was going through and I remember what my pastor was saying. He was saying, we've been worried about you and, you know, and I knew that, I knew that was from God, you know, I knew God was telling me, you know, hey, you know, come back, you know. So I got home and, you know, just the, the feeling of stress and I'm sure you guys know the, the feeling of stress, the feeling of just, you know, depression. This is so, so overwhelming. And when I got home, you know, I just started crying. You know, I just fell down and I was in my room and I just said, God, you know, you know, help me, you know, because I'm just stripped of everything. I'm stripped of, of, of everything. Just send me something. Send me s- something that will fulfill me. You know, I've, I've tried these things and they've all let me down. But, um, as I got to, um, to college, um, that fo- that that following uh, year, as I got into college, I just I just uh, continued to fall into different um, temptations, to, uh, into different drugs, and I just continued to experiment. And but I still, you know, I still had God in my mind. I I I, I still um, thought about God, and um, but I still continued to seek my seek my own pleasures, and I continued to go to church and to hear the gospel message preached. Every Sunday or or every Fridays, and but I still, you know, it just wouldn't sink into me. And sin is so blinding when you have it in your life. You know, sin can blind you from, you know, the things in this world can just blind you from God. It'll, it'll just turn you away from God, and and um, that's what it did for me. It just it just blinded me so bad that you know that the answer was just right there. You know, the answer was God. The answer was just accepting Jesus into your life. You know, that was the answer, but. But I couldn't see it until the summer of 2001. Um, we were just traveling uh, with our youth ministry, um, going to different camps and traveling, um, going to different um, events and stuff like that. And and I was just, um, it just finally hit me when um, when we were traveling that you know that that uh, that the fulfillment I was seeking. Um, the, f- the fulfillment I was seeking was in God, and the answer was just right there. You know, the answer was right there in the Bible, and I, and I just, you know, I just totally just turned my life. I, I, I just accepted Christ into my life that summer. And uh, what I mean by um, accepting uh, Christ into my life is, um, I realized that I was a sinner. You know, I realized that I wasn't perfect. I realized that I've, I fell short every time. And, you know, that's what the Bible says, you know. The Bible says we all fall short of the glory of God. And because we have, we have sin in our life. And I realized finally that I was a sinner and that I wasn't perfect after all. You know, I wasn't, I wasn't, uh, the big shot after all. You know, I was just, I was a sinner. And, you know, that, 
that that was in my mind and I knew I needed a savior you know just like the Bible says the Bible says that uh, Jesus is the Christ that Jesus saves and um, and the Bible says that you have to confess with your mouth and believe in, in, in your heart you know and, and you know that's what I did during that summer I just I just believed you know that you know that Jesus is God you know that Jesus is Lord and that he's the one that takes away our sins and you know, that's the only way we can get to heaven is you know, that's, that's if we have Jesus into our life and I just I just finally came to a point and my eyes were finally open and, and uh, I, just, I just praise God for that there's nothing in this world that can truly satisfy apart from following Jesus Christ Jesus told his disciples if anyone would come after me let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? Jesus also said, I am the bread of life. He that comes to me shall never hunger, and he that believes on me shall never thirst. My friend, If you really want to be satisfied, follow Jesus. If you'd like to know more, you can write to us at The Storyteller, P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. That's P.O. Box 1001, Bemidji, Minnesota, 56619. Our phone number is 877-766-4600. That's 877-766-4648. We're also online at withoutreservation.com. Thanks for listening. And remember, the greatest story took place at the cross. For the wages of sin is death, but the gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. My friends, there are more amazing stories to tell, so be sure to join us again next time as we listen to The Storyteller.